What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Calvin, the new trader. Today, we have an interview on the Forex Beginner Podcast. Today's interview, we went from working at a call center to making $300,000 trading in a month. And this is somebody that I personally have followed. He specializes in trading one pair. And that pair that he trades is a pair that I know near and dear. It's close to my heart. Have a lot of experience with that. And that pair is GJ. And uh, today he's going to share his journey. And as you're listening to this podcast, I want you to understand the focus of all of my interviews when I bring on guests is so that you can hear their journey. These are people that I have followed on social media. Either I have met them in person, I have seen their progression, I've heard their story on other podcasts, and it has encouraged me at some point on my journey. And so I bring them, invite them on the show to ask them questions for me to get encouraged, for me to get inspired, to keep going in my journey. And I hope that it does the same for you, that you can listen to their story, you can listen to their journey and say, hey, you know what, if that person made it, I can make it. I was thinking about giving up, but you know what? After hearing that interview with Calvin and that trader, man, I'm going to stick to it. That's what this podcast is about, all right? We don't recommend that you go out and buy courses and mentorships. We don't recommend any of that stuff. That's up to your discretion if that's what you want to do. But the focus of this podcast is all about the stories, hearing the stories and seeing somebody else go from where they didn't want to be to where now they're confident in their trading and they're able to do this trading thing at a consistent level consistently. That's what I want you to focus on. Focus on the story and use that story as motivation to get you to where you want to go because that's what I'm doing. All right. Without further delay, let's jump into today's episode. Let's go. You're listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast with Calvin, the new trader. On this podcast, you'll get daily motivation, encouragement, and Forex trading tips as Calvin, the new trader, shares his journey with you. What has been your biggest month trading? I made like 300K. You made 300K in a month. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Calvin, the new trader here, checking in for another interview. And today, you already know we're in a different environment. So that means that we are doing an in-person sit down with someone special. Today, today's guest uh, connected with this trader a little over a year ago. And we had a great conversation. And so I made him a promise. I said, I'm going to get you a God made entrepreneur shirt. We got him that shirt. Uh, but today we are blessed to sit down with the one and only Druzy Banks in the building right now. He's a fellow GJ trader. A lot of you guys know I started out with GJ. I still got love for GJ. What's up, Drew? Welcome, man. How you doing, bro? I appreciate you, brother. Long What's time no see? Long time no see. Was it's, I mean, it's actually first time us meeting in person, but true, well, true, actually, true. no, 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 because we talked on Zoom, we so talk, we did we see talk, each other. We yeah, talk, yeah, we, we did see each other. But listen, I thank you for having us at your place. You just got here, um, and you know, it's a beautiful view, beautiful place. Security a little cutthroat, you know what I mean? Hey, but it's it's, it's listen, good. It's good. Listen, man, if you don't got good security, man. You ain't getting your money's worth. <laughs> you ain't getting your money's you worth. Money's Listen, worth. I'm going to tell you all right now. So we waiting in the lobby and then we went up to where the pool area is. 
and security was just watching us on the camera. We had like two different security guards come up. It's like, hey, who are you guys waiting for? So security is A1. You, you definitely right. getting your money's worth. Right. So, bro, for those that don't know who Drew is, right, okay. um, who are you in this Forex space? Like, I don't want to talk about the come up. Okay. Who are you in this Forex space? What have you been <clears throat> able to accomplish? How have this skill set changed your life? Damn, man. Damn. Well, I'm an entrepreneur at first. I'm a man of business. Um, I've been day trading for about nine years now. And really the focal point of it is just like taking whatever lessons, whatever blessings kind of comes with the craft and kind of adding it into it. But if anything, I'm an entrepreneur, but really a day trader for real. I have a saying that traders, we like, if you want to trade, you, you want to be an entrepreneur. Like we all are entrepreneurs. Uh, an entrepreneur solves problems. We, 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 we like innovate, we create, we create financial opportunities and stability for ourselves. We don't rely on, yeah, of course we rely on the vehicle that we use, but we don't rely on someone to guarantee us a paycheck, right? So when you come to trading, all of those foundational things are a part of you being a trader. You're creating avenues. You're being creative in your strategy, your approaches mm-hmm. to the market. Yeah, yeah, you have to depend on others in the market to make money, but you're essentially an entrepreneur. So I'm happy you said that because that's the, the message of the God-made entrepreneurship. If you're a trader, you're an entrepreneur. If you're in business, you're an entrepreneur. You want to control your destiny, all right? 100%. And that's what it's about. So happy you said that. So tell me this, bro. Tell me this. Coming up, as a forex trader, starting on this journey, mm-hmm. right? How difficult was it for you to get to the point where you were actually able to sustain making consistent profits? I feel like it was difficult because I had a lot of, I guess, desires. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of goals. I had a lot of aspirations. I had a lot of things that I wanted to do, but I had to kind of be one with myself. I had to kind of find peace. I had to kind of be grounded with my process to understand where I'm at and where I need to go. So I feel like once I was able to kind of starve all my distractions and really feed my focus, it allowed me to kind of amplify my process. You know, I already put the trust into God. I already leave everything into God's hands. But it's kind of different like when you find your peace of mind to kind of do things where nothing can't really move you off your center. You know what you got to do. You know how you got to do it. And I feel like for me, that was just, you know, um, before I was a Juicy Manx, everybody kind of knows now, I used to live like in a little one bedroom apartment and I was just locked in. It was me, the gym and trading every day. And I feel like really kind of being one within myself allowed me to kind of grow, kind of understanding my, my, my weaknesses and making them into my strengths is what really allowed me to amplify. But I had to kind of have that recognition with myself and understand that nobody was going to do that for me but me. Yeah. So once I kind of did that for myself, it allowed me, it almost slingshotted me um, into where I am now almost. Yeah. What was that moment, right, mm-hmm. on your journey as you're learning the skill set? You're trying to tie things together, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times we look at a strategy and we think we're not performing right because it's a specific strategy isn't working or we haven't found the right strategy, right? Mm-hmm. I've definitely dealt with that. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. 100%. Um, for you, as you were coming up, did you have moments where, you know, you're doing something in the market, it works once, and then the next few weeks it doesn't work? Oh, yeah. And you just got frustrated, right? And you just felt like, what is, like, what's wrong with me? Is it me? Is it the market hates me? Have you felt that? Listen. And what did you do to get past that? Listen, man, it's it's completely normal. It's mm-hmm. Everybody has to go through it. It's, it's, it's confidence at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. When I break it down um, to whatever problems that anybody approaches in the market, it's even going to be a skill or a will issue. 
And nine times out of 10, we'll beat ourselves up and like, damn, man, I don't got the skill right. I don't got the skill right. And it's not that. It's really having an understanding of what you're doing, really having a, a confidence of what you're doing as well. And I look at it like, just like how we have athletes, right? And I like to kind of uh, look at athletes because everybody understands athletes, yeah. right? <laughs> just like how we have athletes. Athletes practice their one shot a billion gazillion times. With trading, you got to practice all your angles, all your entries. You got to kind of practice the thing that you need every day to kind of make yourself even better, which is why I kind of trade the way I do. So just to kind of stay focused on the question, Yeah. Um, for me, it's kind of assessing if it's a skill or will issue, but 99% of the time, it's not a skill issue. You probably back tested the same shit 300 million times. It's really a, a, a psychology issue and kind of making sure that you're confident in, in, in what you're doing and making sure that you got it down pack and that mm -hmm. this, like I try to tell everybody like having a mentor is good, but having that confidence in yourself is even better because that's all the mentor is going to do. We're going to highlight the, the, the best part of you and try to bring that part out every time you trade. And that's the part that you need to kind of have within yourself to kind of run every day. That's yeah, that's good. So you're saying that the frustration has nothing to do with you not like not knowing what to do or things like that. It has to do with your confidence in in like what you're doing. Is that kind of what you're saying? Pretty, pretty, pretty much like because... When you really look at it, like the average trader that comes into Forex, their, their, their primary goal, right? Like their mm -hmm. primary goal would be to kind of dig, 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 dig every single day, making sure they're doing it right. After a certain amount of time, you're going to know that you're doing it right, but you're not going to be confident in the live market conditions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's more so like when that frustration comes into flourishing, that frustration is really like a misunderstanding. It's confusion mm -hmm. off of what's going on because you're not confident. So I feel like... Again, the frustration is normal because I personally been there, but I feel like the primary thing that you need to do is kind of just make sure that you're, you're there altogether, like confidence-wise. Like, I, I got this from Ryan, and I thank him all the time. Ryan, Ryan could be wrong, but Ryan's the most confident person you'll, like, you ever know. If he, and if he's wrong, he's going to confidently accept that he's wrong, too. But confidence just goes a long way in this field. You have to be confident. You have to have your mindset all together, I feel like, to kind of really be able to kind of elevate and get through them tough times. Yeah. That's kind of like what did it for me. Like, I remember I took a I took an L. I'll never forget this. I took an L on GJ um, during the COVID process. You know, it was selling, 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 selling during the beginning of COVID. And I caught it from the bottom and I took that sell and I got wicked out all the way at the bottom. And I was like, damn, bro, I've been selling for so long. Like, what the? And I was just like, you know what? It's cool. I reanalyzed. I re-got my confidence in that moment. And I was like, no, the buy is definitely the right time. This is the time to buy. And I've been buying GJ since. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. look at me now. Yeah. So in your learning process, mm -hmm. and even in that moment, right, okay. where you're selling, 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 and you're like, okay, it's time to buy, right? Do you base your confidence, okay, once you learn something or once you get something, do you base that off information that you obtain from courses, mentors, or does that learning and confidence come from your personal time in the market and what you have seen and tested to see that it works? So I feel like a mentor or a course can only teach you so much mm -hmm. that the best experience is the live, the, live, the live trading that you do for yourself each and every day. That's the, where the real course starts. Okay. That's where the real thing kind of starts. And for me, what kind of did it for me was... I've been recording my sessions for a long time now. So like what I'll do is I'll video record my sessions and I'll go back over it and I'll be like, all right, why the fuck did I take this trade? Mm. Let me kind of review it. Let me kind of analyze it. Let me kind of go over it. And then I'll be like, all right, I see why I did that within the moment. So 
I know where my thoughts was. Let me kind of go back to it now and let me kind of see if that thought process is still the same. Is it still the same state of mind that I would have had when I took the position? And nine times out of 10, it either it is gonna be right or it's, it's gonna be wrong. And from there, you kind of understand that, okay, maybe my way of thinking during that moment wasn't the best yeah. for that, for that trade or for that situation. So it's all about kind of analyzing yourself. It's good to kind of have the course because it's going to give you a guideline. It's going to give you like a sense of direction. But at the end of the day, like we're all, we're all different at the end of the day. The co a course can only do so much. Now having access to a mentor, that's different. Like the mentor could tell you, hey, like, I don't think you should be doing that. And like, yeah, yay or nay. But at the end of the day, you got to kind of find it within yourself, like the wrong and the right thing. Yeah. And like, once you kind of have that discernment, like you'll be perfect in the markets. Yeah. Like you're never going to be like a hundred percent, but all you need is 80% or 70% to kind of be all right. You know <laughs> That's what I'm it. So one of the things that I have faced is the need to kind of, if something doesn't work for a week or okay. if I'm getting hit with losses, now I want to tweak or I want to change and I want to go to something else or I want to try something else. I back test something else because it's like, man, I'm not getting those consistent results that I want, right? Okay. How do you fix that? So many people are asking me, Calvin, are you still going to be trading with prop firms given all of this stuff that's going on? And are you still funded? And will you get new challenge accounts? And my answer to all of those questions is absolutely yes. Now, this is my personal opinion. I truly believe that trading for prop firms is still a great way to get that capital up and you can take some of that capital and put it into your personal account and start building from there. So personally, I just started another funded challenge with Blue Guardian. And the reason I rock with Blue Guardian and the reason I recommend Blue Guardian is for so many reasons. But number one is their ability to offer us a tool that helps us protect ourselves from violating our daily drawdown. The number one reason that traders like you and I fail funded challenges is not because we don't know how to trade, not because we don't have the right strategy. It's simply because we hit our daily drawdown, which means that either we're revenge trading, either we just don't know that we're um, close to violating our challenge, but all of that stuff is fixed with this one tool that Blue Guardian has available called the Guardian Protector. You simply go into the back office, you set a dollar amount limit or percentage limit, and this Guardian Protector will stop you from breaching your account. It will disable your account for the day. That means no emotions, no nothing, and you can live to trade another day. Now, when I saw this tool, I said, you know what? This is a prop firm that is leveling the playing field so that we traders can have a good shot at actually passing the challenge to move on to the next stage. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the main reason why I rock with Blue Guardian. Something as simple as that is game changing for the trader that is disciplined, the trader that has a strategy, and the trader that is well prepared to take the challenge. So if that is you, if you're ready, you've been practicing your strategy, you got the data, you've been paper trading, and you are ready then listen, there's no other prop firm that I would recommend than Blue Guardian. On top of the Guardian Protector, you got 85% payout, which is one of the highest in the industry from day one when you get funded. You also have no restrictions on your trading. You can trade during news. You don't have to set a stop loss. You can hold over the weekend. So many great things with Blue Guardian. So to get 10% off your next challenge, use coupon code NEWTRADER, the number one. You'll get 10% off your next challenge. And there's a link in the description that you can click to get your funded journey started with Blue Guardian. Now let's get back to our interview. I feel like, honestly, man, like you shouldn't be changing up your strategy, mm. right? Like you got to stick to kind of what's brought you here because like, I feel like nine times out of 10, 
your trading plan has like a lot to do with like your process. And for me, my trading plan protects me from losing a lot of money, but also helps me make a lot of money, right? So let's say um, we're in a day trading session right now. And let's just say if like we lost Monday, we lost Tuesday. It's like, all right, cool. We should be analyzing why we lost. But most importantly, we don't need to change anything. You need to be confident in your process. Nine times out of 10, it's your entries or, or, or it's where you are within the market at that moment in time, mm -hmm. thinking that you have the advantage and not waiting for enough confirmations. So I feel like it all comes down to patience. It all comes down to like patience and it all comes down to like just really knowing that pair that you're trading, knowing where you are. Yeah. Because if you have the right patience and you know where you are, you have the advantage. You're really just setting the trap and waiting for the bait to be taken so you can kind of execute. Yeah. And I feel like that's what it's all about, having that patience. So whenever you take those string of losses, sit back. Analyze like, all right, was this entry the best entry I could have took within that moment in time? Or mm. could it have been something better? Because there's always something better that you could have done. It's just, are you really looking at it from that perspective? Yeah, I like that. How long have you been trading? Uh, nine going on 10 years, man. Almost 10, almost a decade know, trading. Fucking crazy. Wow. <laughs> and when did you reach like the point where you were living off of your trading? Activity? So I could say within the first three months of the process, I was confidently good. I was making money week over week. But my biggest issue, like during my beginning stages, I would make a lot of money, but I would give it back. Mm. And then I think like it was like year two, year three, like I was good at making money and I was good at also keeping the capital that I made too. I got better at like withdrawing a lot because for a while I was like, man, I need to build up that bag. I need to have that big, big account. Yeah. Nah, like life is real. Like, yeah. like if I want to go buy some shoes today, I need money to go buy that. Like why am I having the money in my trading account? I need to enjoy the fruits of my labor. So when I really started focusing on enjoying the fruits of my labor, it made me a better trader, honestly. Like just extracting from the market and just knowing that, all right, I, I've beaten you for this week. Let me pay myself. And I'm saying that kind of gave me a boost within my trading process because it was real for me then. Mm. Besides that, it was just like a video game. Yeah. What did you start that first account with? Well, not necessarily the first. first I mean, I account, remember it, um, but that account where you got to the point where you were making consistent money. Like, what was that? Like the base of that account. So I started an account with like about three. I think it was like five hundred bucks, mm -hmm. and that was like a good amount for me because during that time I was using like around zero point thirties and scaling up to zero point fifties, and I was okay with that thirty pips making ninety bucks. You know what I'm saying? So I just was taking profit, and I feel like that's what it's all about. It's all about just being okay with like what you're leaving with, whether it's pips or dollar amount, I really feel like you should focus on the pips mm -hmm. because the pips is what we trade our time for. If it's pips for, for money. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So now like now I look at it like all right, I want I want some new exhaust. Okay, that's 30 pips on the 30 lot. I'm all right with that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's all about just getting the pips. And I feel like once you look at it from a, a pip based perspective, It'll kind of help your process kind of flow a little bit better, whether it's small account, big account, it doesn't really matter. It's subjective at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But the PIP outlook is just the main thing. And I keep on repeating PIPs because when you come into this realm or this regime, it's all about trading your time for the PIPs. You need PIPs to do anything yeah. in this field. So it's just like, once you look at it from a typical outlook, yeah. it's much better. It is much better. It is mm -hmm. much better. When did you get to the point where for you, you were saying to yourself, man, I could really do this without any job. I can take this to the level where I can live my life free. I can do this full time and I can start businesses. Like when did that hit you? Because I'm pretty sure when you're making $90 a day, you're not yeah. living 
nah. you know, without a job at that time. So it all started like around what, like I want to say five years ago. Okay. Five years ago, I was working in this call center and I had my students that had my, my, my daily demand, but also my trading that kind of required my focus. And I was working a job and I was making like $4,000 a day. Mm-hmm. Like every time I trade and I was like, bro, what am I doing? I was like, <laughs> All right, I need to give this my full on focus. Let me chill. Um, at that point, I've already been consistent. I've already stopped giving a lot of the money that I was losing, right? So at that point in time, I already had capital preserved from trading. I felt like, yo, like I took the leap of fate twice already, third time to try, baby. Like, why not? And I think it was just around the, before the start of COVID, I took my leap of fate and I left my job and I just didn't go back. Like I put on my on my vacation time. And I was just like, all right, y'all going to pay me for the days I'm gone. I'm still getting a check from y'all. Yeah. Y'all yeah, still going to pay me. <laughs> I love but it. at the same time, like, you know, like, I could I could do this. And I just stayed focused on, you know, my process and just making, like, again, it was three to $4,000 a day. And that was, like, perfect for me. Yeah. Because, like, my living expenses wasn't too high. Everything was just perfect. And then, like, three, four $4,000 a day, like, that's a blessing. Yeah. Like, yeah. you do that, that's, like, what? I think $3,000 a day. That's, like, one point. Two million a year, yeah. if you do it right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Five thousand dollars a year is like I'm sorry, five thousand dollars a day. That's like one point six million. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So you just look at it like on what you need for pips, and I feel like that's. I keep on repeating that because like, bro, that's like what my life. It's all about the pips. No, like that's, <laughs> that's what my life changed because for so long, like I was just looking at it from like dollar amount. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I was like, yo, I need a 10k day. I need a 20k day. I need that. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I need to flex. And they're just like, man, when I just start looking at everything from pips, it just it just, it just provided me a peace of mind that, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I felt like I just needed. But that change happened five years ago for me. And I just never, I never looked back since. I just kept on moving forward no matter what obstacles or whatever came my way. I just kept on moving forward. Yeah. Why is one pair so pivotal in your journey? You know, like... Like, I'm not going to lie, I started there yeah. and then I started looking at other pairs. Yeah. But for you, why has that been so successful from the six-figure days to mm-hmm. the multiple five-figure consistent days to, mm-hmm. you know, just ha- just millions of dollars a year? Like, why has that been so pivotal and so, like, it's it's worked for you? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's been golden for you, bro. <laughs> how, like, how and what's the mindset behind one currency pair? That's all I need. Like... You got to be able to master something in your life. Like my mm. uncle told me this, and shout out to my uncle. My uncle told me this a long time ago. Like, yo, it doesn't matter what you want to be in life. Just be the best at it. And I used to look at GJ and everybody like back in my day and age, I don't know about the traders now, but back in my day and age, everybody was terrified of GJ. Yeah. GJ was like the big bad. <laughs> it's like, you know, everybody, nobody would understand the retraces, nobody. And like, it just intrigued me to like really understand it. And once I understood it, I fell in love. Mm. I, fell, I fell in love with it and like, I had an unconditional relationship with GJ where it's just like, all right, you take from me, but I can take back. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just had that relationship and it, it was like the excitement of the sport. It was like the excitement of just being able to catch it, just being able to see if I'm right, just being able to just have that experience with that pair. And it's just like, I used to look at the US 30s and the golds and, uh, and what else was I looking at? US 30 gold, GU and GJ. And I was like, bro, to really kind of understand the pair, like, it's a lot of work. Like... A lot of people try to half-ass the work, look at this time frame, this time frame, and this time frame. It's like a clock. You got to know all the, the moving components, all the things that make that pair tick and talk. And like with GJ, I want it to be that. Like if you look up GJ 
in the the trading the trading bible or whatever the case you just go see a picture of drew like this <laughs> right next to because you know what i'm saying like yeah. I'm, I'm here with it you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. and even at this day and age i still learn from it because obviously the market conditions change but mm -hmm. just having that one pair to kind of base your foundation on like perfect example like when a pair is consolidating for me that's the best time to trade because it a is. big move is about to happen yeah nine times out of ten though the average trader they're gonna oh this shit's moving too slow or whatever they're gonna jump to another pair and they're really gonna kind of miss the move so it's just like having that experience with gj over time and kind of seeing that it's the best overall pair like it really made me want to kind of lock in my skills with it more but again just having like one pair it does wonders for you it works on your patience it works on your fundamentals it works on your technicals and you're getting to sharpen all the necessities that you need for trading on a daily basis with that one pair. And it's just like, when you're doing that, like, like when you're looking at multiple pairs, I like to look at it like you're dealing with like multiple personalities. Mm. And it's just like, just when you're at the peak of one personality, you got to jump back to this one, jump back to this one. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, unless you're good at juggling like that for real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, when you just have that one and it's the right one, it's going to set you up and it's going to set you right. Yeah, man. So. Speaking of the right one, right, <laughs> right. Um, you've been blessed. Mm -hmm. You and your lady. You yep. brought in a beautiful child, a beautiful daughter. Um, how has that changed you as a man, bro? First of all, as a man, let's put trading aside. As a man, how has that evolved, Drew? At first, I'll be honest. Um, I was nervous. Mm -hmm. I was nervous. As, I was nervous as hell before, and it's just like I knew. I always wanted to be a dad, but it's like, here God goes putting me in this situation. It's like, all right, man, I gotta be ready. I don't got a choice. And it's just like, kind of just facing it and having God by my side throughout the whole the whole process. It's not bad at all. Like, it's not bad at all. You, Of course, you gotta go through the motions. You gotta go through the ups and downs, but it's made me a stronger individual. It's aligned my focus with God even 10 times more. Um, it's just made me a better entrepreneur overall because you know, now I got a little seed, I got a family, I got a, I always had a family, but it's just like, now I just got somebody that's right there that's never going nowhere, that's just depending on me to look at me every day, that's looking at me for motivation. So it's just like, I wanna be the best version of myself. So now whatever impurities that I had, I'm looking to purge them completely from me mm. so I could just be the best person for me and my family. And just kind of stepping into that role and kind of stepping into that, that I guess that light, right? <laughs> Stepping into that light, it, it it sets you up for a certain mindset that you need to have on life, a certain aspect that you need to kind of push forward that you probably were delaying before. And I feel like that's the start of bringing out the best version of yourself, right? Because you have that, you need to find that unity with one of yourself to kind of be that best person for your family. Yeah. So I feel like dadhood, man, dadhood and kind of, you know, just being that husband, you know what I'm saying, that, 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 that knight in shining armor, it, you can be afraid of the pressure at first because you don't know what comes with it. But at the end of the day, the journey only makes you so much more stronger and so much more better with yourself every step of the way. And like, I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah, man. Has, because I know now you're very into the gym now, you yeah. know what I mean? And you yeah. you pray for me, like, Lord, hey. give him that, that desire to get in the gym. Need it, right? baby. Yes, I need it. Um, so has having a daughter, having a child, changed your perspective on health and made you take your health and that longevity more serious as well. Yeah, man, it definitely has. You, know, you see a lot of dads, man, they be having them them dad bods with the guts and everything yeah. like that. Like, man, <laughs> That's I what a, I got. I, I, gotta, I gotta be a sexy daddy at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? I'm holding my daughter on the beach. 
I gotta be, nah, I gotta, I gotta look good. Cause at the end of the day, like one thing I realized about having a kid though, is like, there are a lot of like energy. Yeah. And you kind of have to be on par to enjoy those moments properly. Like with my daughter, like she just got like, she got active overnight. Like mm -hmm. she went from like, all right, I just want to watch TV to like now she's trying to walk, she's trying to, trying to do everything so fast. So it's like, I have to have the energy to kind of keep up. I don't want to be falling asleep. So I'm making sure I put the right things in my body. Uh, shout out to my trainer, uh, Mac Nefford. He, he gave me a good plan to kind of follow. And I've just been following that and it's enhanced my life. Wow. I feel healthier. I feel better. Um, my mindset is most importantly better. I feel like um, no matter what your profession is, whether you work in an office, whether you, you, you're a construction worker, whether you play sports, whatever it is, you need to kind of have some type of fitness because having that dopamine kind of kick into your brain brings a different part of psychology that you need. Yeah to kind of handle your day-to-day -day things. Cause you know, life is always going to happen, mm -hmm. but it's all about how we take it. It's all about our outlook. It's all about how we kind of react to things. And I feel like that testosterone that you get from kind of like working out adds the balance that we need in our day-to-day -day life from changing it, from being chaotic to kind of just like a, a, a smooth, I always got this, yeah. if that makes sense. So yeah. working out does more wonders for the body than you ever think it will. Absolutely. And that's why like back in like, you know, kindergarten, uh, middle school, high school, they always had a gym time because it's it's mandatory. It is. It's mandatory. Has that helped you with like personal things? Like we do life and we deal with things. Okay. We, especially in business, we got all this stuff that happens at times that can mm -hmm. be frustrating, overwhelming. Does working out help you relieve some of the stress and some of the tension? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. It's like, it's almost like a, it can become an outlet if you let it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I feel like kind of flowing with that kind of helps. Right. There was a time where I wasn't working out, where I was just eating reckless and everything mm -hmm. like that. It, it wasn't helping. And then times like when I'm in the gym, I may have the problem that's not going nowhere. But knowing that I'm still the thought of that, I'm still moving forward with my day and not letting it define me is the most critical part. And now I just look at it like, all right, there's 24 hours in a day. How long am I going to let this one thing affect me before I continue moving forward? And it's like the gym is like that, that kickstart. Like, you know, you start the dirt bike. Yeah. It's like it's that kickstart. It's that jump that you kind of need to kind of take on your day. Yeah. And I just feel like no matter what problems you have, the, the gym is there for you. You know what I'm saying? The gym is there for you. And the gym, it just helps so much with your psych, your, your, your mindset, your psychology. Like... Again, it's mandatory. It is, man. Like, and I've been watching your journey on Instagram, man. I've been seeing the body transformation. I've been seeing you in your stories, yeah. getting it in, you know, got to hit the gym. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. And I think it's also amazing that you can document that on Instagram as well. Show oh, that, that, hey, guys, it's not just about having a bunch of wealth, but we want to be here to experience that wealth, you know? And so I love that you're promoting that. Speaking of Instagram, right, when did you get okay with really putting those big numbers out there. Because in the beginning, you know, $90 a day, couple hundred dollar a day, thousand dollar a day, that's okay. Yeah. You know, it's a, it, like, it's intriguing. You see, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, wow, like a thousand a day. Okay, a couple thousand a day. But now you get into 100K in a month or 100K for the week and five figures for the day. When did you get comfortable with showcasing those numbers on Instagram or on social media? I feel like, man... Like life is real, but life is short. Mm. And I feel like you, you have to kind of, if you, for, for me, Forex is 
a lot of people think I like to do it to kind of make money or whatever the case. I like to do this shit unconditionally. Mm. I don't know nobody who wakes up at the time I do. I don't know nobody who gives it the energy I do. And I do it because it's it's it's, it's unconditional, right? And kind of trying to like stay focused on the main thing here. It's just like, because I do it from that, I guess that, that place of heart, mm-hmm. I like to see my journey too, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes I'm locked in, I'm in tunnel vision. I don't even I don't even notice what's going on in the world around me. I just notice my world, and I look at it like this: like if I can enhance somebody's day in some way, shape, or form, whether it's laughter, whether it's through God, or whether it's through motivation, that. So like when it comes to the numbers, everybody likes numbers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody likes the the money aspect. So it's like I have to show people like, yo, I still do it from time to time. Like it's okay to kind of use one lot and make 10k. It's okay to use five lots to make 20k. It's okay to use 30 lots to make 100k. But it's all about the process. Everybody starts somewhere. Be comfortable no matter where the hell you start at. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter if you made a hundred bucks today. Post it. Who gives a hell? You made it. Mm-hmm. Extract it. Now, the next day, try to be a little bit somewhat not better. Better, yeah. And kind of just kind of like build upon that process. So for me, it was when I was really just confident with kind of just putting my numbers out there, but I had a track record. Mm-hmm. And like, I try to show wins and losses. It doesn't matter. Cause yeah, like, you do do I, that. I, I lose too. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm normal, just like any anybody else. I take losses too, but it's just like, I learned that like, you have to embrace the losses in order to kind of get forward. And like, like we were just talking about, you can't let them things kind of hold you back. So it's just like, when it comes to the numbers, as they come, Post them, but kind of captivate on that moment. Try to remember that experience. Try to remember what you're going through because it's those moments that are going to kind of help you from the future. Like, I remember the first time I made 100K, I was like, fuck, can I really do this again? Like, mm. is this shit luck? Like, goddamn, like, I, I added them positions and I caught the, the big push, but fuck, can I do this shit again? And, like, having that that that, that screenshot, that, that, that post of where I was in that moment, it kind of like, it lets me, like every time I look at it, I, I remember the exact thoughts, the exact emotions. So it does me more justice more than anything. And then I try to just express what I was going through during that time. So when it comes time to kind of take that next step up, I remember the exact emotions. I remember the exact mindset that I was kind of taking with that process at that moment in time to kind of use that to kind of catapult or elevate myself to kind of hit that next goal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So documentation for me is everything yeah and kind of showcasing how you feel because i feel like that's what social media should be used for showing how you feel and what you experience within that moment the flex everything else but you you're a person you know like what did you go through to really make that Mm -hmm. like you know i'm saying i could probably take a page out of your book you probably may make 50k it doesn't matter if i made 100k six figures i could there's something within your story or your process Mm -hmm. that i could take to make me even better and I feel like that's what the documentation process is all about. Sharing that that feeling of what you were going through, the ups and downs, the hurdles, because nobody sees that for real but you. Yeah, that's you know true. what I'm saying. That no is very one, much no, true. No one sees that. So putting that in a form of a, a message or a video or, or something and being able to kind of give that back, it's gonna help the generations to come that wanna, you know, do day trading. Yeah. So just speaking of that influence, of course, you know, by posting those things, you build a following and people love it, they're intrigued by it. You've been able to start, you know, multiple businesses where you've been able to help other traders on their journey. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's traders like myself, when I first started really getting into GJ and studying GJ, like you were definitely somebody that I looked to. I actually got your, um, your super class that you did. You know, yeah, like when you were in your niece's room and it yes. was, yeah, yes, yeah. So I remember that. You, you, stuff. you know me, wherever I'm yeah. at, I'm gonna get it done. If, yeah. I, if, I'm, if I'm on a boat, if I'm on a flight, 
it, it doesn't matter where I'm at, no matter where I'm at, it could be a learning experience. Yes, yes. And so I remember that super class, you know, it was a few years ago, but I remember that. Mm -hmm. And so now that you have come into this arena where it's like, you're literally, you found the skill set that has changed your life. You do it every day. And mm -hmm. now you're helping other people. You're known for this thing, right? Mm -hmm. Does it ever get to the point where you just feel like, man, I want to take a break? And does the popularity ever... Um, hinder or affect emotionally the trading results privately uh to be honest yeah mm -hmm. to be 100 honest yeah like the, the the popularity it it can get to your head if you let it and i feel like you got to be grounded and you got to be humble you just like how you could be up you could be down too and i just look at the processes like you have to make sure that you're one with yourself yeah. you have peace with yourself like i have a firm saying like the same way how I treat Jay-Z's, the same way how I'm going to treat the janitor. Mm. It doesn't matter like who it is. And that's the same way how I try to kind of reflect in my pairing and kind of being that mentor. Like, even though I'm a mentor and I've been doing it for so long, yes, I may have an expertise in a pair, but like, I can still learn from something from you. There's still something to be taken from you or something that I can add to my arsenal from an individual. And the way how I see it, like as far as for, with, the, with the popularity, like... Never toot your own horn or never like really smell your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're all human. We all bleed the same blood and everything like that. So just because I have a big day or 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 I'm super successful doesn't mean I'm too successful to talk to you or to boom, you're not in my league or whatever the case may be. Like it's cool to have it's cool to have um um I guess classifications for people, but knowing who your audience is is one of the things because as as a man of business and as a man of God doesn't matter like again like who it is everybody deserves respect and credit until you know what i'm saying until they, they they take it away from themselves and that's just how i try to treat it i think sometimes like on this journey right and this is for everybody watching right now including myself this is a learning moment that i of want course. you to share with us that as we grow okay and we get better at what we do and this could happen with family this could happen with somebody that wants you to do something in business to invest your money we need to be very very careful right mm -hmm. and so share with us what what happened to you where you got approached for an opportunity to help traders right and yeah. it went sideways explain to us what happened and just offer us some advice on how to protect ourselves from scams that you experienced personally 100 mm -hmm. so there was an experience with an individual and before we kind of get that far for me it's all about my students at the end of the day like my students are damn near like my family like they're my friends they're everything like uh, i want to hint that i'm buying a new car I, I let them know first i had a big day i let them know first I want to do something with my daughter today. I let them know first. So like my students have more so become my community, my family, my outlet, my peace of mind. So I met this individual and, um, you know, did, did a little bit of business with the individual. And it, it was I, it was Smooth Waters when it first started. Uh, a business opportunity was brought to me like, hey, um, we have this connection with this company. Um, I want to, we want to be able to bridge the gap and be able to give traders something that they need to kind of, you know, sustain within the market conditions, which is a, a, an account. So I was like, all right, cool. I thought about it and I was like, all right, cool. And first they, they told me the fee and I was like, man, that's too much. Like, that's way too much. I don't even, I don't even feel comfortable 
even approaching my people and even telling that because I don't even charge nothing that astronomically crazy. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be something life changing. So like, we don't really need to make money off of this. We just need the testimonies to show that the product works. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And they they came back. They came back a couple of days later, and they was like, "All right, cool. This is the final price." I was like, "All right, cool. That's better." You know what I'm saying? That's doable. So we they draw up an agreement and everything like that. And I'm like, the agreement had like a stipulation, like I'm mandatory to work with them for a certain amount of time. And I have I had contract phobia because of a bad experience that mm. I had in this field. So I was like, "Man, I'm not signing that. My word is bond. I'm gonna make sure this happens." Cool. So I tell my people, they send me all the money or whatever the case may be. The money gets held up, you know, can't stop the banks or whatever the case may be. Yeah. The money gets held up in the bank. I'm telling them like, you know, patience, patience, patience. You know what I'm saying? They're looking up to me because I'm their mentor. I'm their knight in shining armor. I'm their Superman. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I'm communicating with them. They're like, everything's cool. The money gets released. I give it to the individual. The company's like, all right, X, Y, Z amount of time. I'm like, all right, cool. Then there reaches a time where it's just like, Everybody's frustrated. Everybody's angry. And it's just like, I'm supposed to be Superman at the end of the day. I'm supposed to be a hero. Yeah. And it's just like, I made a promise to these people. I have to keep it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's like almost feeling almost damn near helpless because it's like you don't have control over the situation because it's a waiting process and only the time will tell. And it just, it just became a point where it's just like, yo, listen... Everybody has lives. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's like, just like how me and you are a real person. Like, Mm -hmm. everybody has lives. Everybody's going through something. Everybody has ups and downs. If we can't figure this out by this date, then we don't need to move forward anymore. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. And the individual's like, all right, cool. We're going to get it done by this day. So I gave everybody again, hey, this day we lit. We lit. We we, we up. Mm -hmm. And, bro, the day came and nothing. And I'm just like, bro, enough's enough of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, beware of this person, everybody. Like, stay far away. Boom. And, like, the biggest thing was, like, I had to accept that it was a failed project. Mm. I had to accept that. Because, like, at first, like, I knew what came with kind of doing what I did. I knew everything that came with it, but then I had to accept it. I'm like, damn, man, these people were depending on me. Mm. These people gave me their lives. And I feel like my biggest learning lesson from this was, like, obviously, you know, you can't trust everyone, of course. But Mm -hmm. I feel like my biggest learning from this experience was just like you're trying to take a shortcut for like you know what i'm saying like you have everything in your power to change your situation yeah why not focus on that more versus the shortcut the shortcut is only a shortcut for so long you know what i'm saying like how long can you take that same shortcut so it's only a matter of time so now i'm building a foundation off of a false promise you know what i'm saying because it is a it's not the right shortcut you know it's not the shortcut that you get from putting in the work. Mm-hmm. It's one that was designed by somebody, which means if it's designed by somebody, it's in their hands. Yeah. And I just didn't I just didn't like that. So, you know, I apologize to my community. It is what it is. Um, and, you know, I told my community, like, y'all know me, y'all know my heart. I've been in this game for nine going on 10 years. I didn't work this hard to kind of do this. So I just addressed everybody with the situation and told them like, yo, y'all gonna be refunded. It is what it is. It was a failed project. You know what I'm saying? Me as a man can tell you that um, that this is a part of business, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Some businesses rise, some businesses fall, and this is one of the businesses that wasn't meant to prosper. Yeah. And it was just the biggest lesson. And when it comes down to it, just don't try to take no shortcuts, man. Just do the right thing. Yeah. Just everything, 
Everything is designed when you do the right thing, it builds character, it builds characteristics. And there's those characteristics that you need to maintain something with a better longevity versus when you take a shortcut, like just as easy as you got it, it's as easy as you can go. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But um, it did affect me. I ain't gonna front. <laughs> of course. Like, and for those that just want a summary, you know, just basically what happened is Drew got approached with a business opportunity to help traders get instant funding. Mm. And he, you know, he did the logistics. He decided to go with it. And the money came in from your um, your mentees and your community. Mm -hmm. You know, some people brought into it. And mm. the money was sent to the individual mm -hmm. to provide the instant funding accounts. Mm -hmm. That person ran away with the money. The accounts were never given. And so as a man, you're standing on that and Have saying... To. Okay, it didn't work out, but you're now writing that wrong and issuing refunds to those people. 100%, 100%. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was the biggest lesson of, like, my life, but, like, within my career. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, I've been through, like, a lot of lessons, but, like, again, it just hits different because, like, these people are my family. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, like, they may be across the screen, but, like, they impact my life because, you know, I know they're depending on me in some way, shape, or form. And they're just like, I got to come through for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I have to. I don't have a choice. And it's just like, it, it, it hurt because, you know, like a lot of hurtful things were said or whatever the case may be. And, you know, like, again, like when when everybody has their, their bad days or whatever the case may be, I turn to my family and my, my trading family. It's like, yo, bro, we had a bad day today or whatever the case may be. Like, yo, Drew, you know, we kill shit every day, man. Like, you know, so it's like to see that positive turn into something negative and it's something that I cause, it's like, damn. Well, this is my kryptonite. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, how can I make my kryptonite better? I just gotta, just gotta make it right. And you just know what I'm saying. Right. So, that's all I've been kind of focused on doing is just making it right. Forget everything else. You know what I'm saying. Like at the end of the day, it's it's about my family and they're my family. So it's all about just making it right with them and just make sure that they're happy and that they're okay and that they has a peace of mind. So, guys, if y'all watching this, I love y'all. It ain't nothing but love, man. Again. Apologies and apology, but we ain't trying to apologize too, too much. We just trying to make sure that we fix the problem. And I just appreciate y'all guys for just staying loyal to me no matter what. And it's all love. And we're going to look back from this years from now and just be like, damn, this is this is a moment and it is what it is. But I appreciate y'all for real, for real. Yeah, man. That is, bro. Like, I just want to say that is, that is what you just did. Mm -hmm. That is what being a man is about. 100%. Because in life, we all drop the ball. Of course. Nobody's perfect. And 100%. what you just did, owning it, you've been owning it, you're correcting it. That's it, bro. Yeah. That's life. It's not, I, I often say this, right? Don't judge me off what I did. What am I going to do next? How do I respond to it? Judge me off that. Judge me off what I'm doing right now. Not what I did, what I'm doing right now. And I just want to commend you for that. And so... I'm thankful. I'm very, very thankful because watching your journey and you putting everything out really helped me figure out, Calvin, market structure is what you need to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm so thankful of you posting your daily analysis and you're always showing your setups and what you're looking at because... I was struggling, man. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for price to retrace on this fib, hit this level, go there. I'm waiting for a break and retest of this zone. Like, I'm trying to create all these different strategies, right? And then I'm just like, as I'm growing, I'm like, this, this guy, like, it's before I met you. I'm like, 
He's trading the same pair that I'm, I'm starting to get into. And he's just marking, he's doing market, he's focused on market structure, where the market's at. How important is paying attention to the structure of the market over any strategy, over any indicator? How important is that? So, and, 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 and hold up, how has the market structure, because I really want you to give us some juice yeah, here, right? Yeah, I got you, I got yeah. you, I got so, you. So, so how has market structure revolutionized your trading, bro? Give me all of that, bro. bro. All of that. Come on. Bro, all right. So damn. Yeah, come on, come damn. on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. All right. So when I really look into it, there's two primary things I really focus on mm -hmm. when it comes to trading any pair. The natural organization of how it moves and candlesticks. Market structure is anything. Market structure is the natural organization of how a pair moves. Um, how it breathes, how it moves, how the candlesticks are printed, everything. Mm -hmm. And what you need to do with those candlesticks is you need to kind of make a sense of direction, how it flows from lowest point to highest point, and even understanding the retests that kind of happen like within the, the overall movement and kind of it helps you kind of dictate where you are. So for me, the natural sense of how it moves is going to give you that sense of direction of uptrend or downtrend. And then from looking from that broad perspective, the candlesticks are going to give you the details that you need to kind of enter or to even scale in or add positions. Obviously, we know higher, high, higher, low and all that. But when you kind of vividly are able to see the details, like, all right, there's three higher lows that just formed. There was a minor break. And then you kind of like backtrack and you alleviate some of the extra data that's there and you go on a certain time frame, you'll realize, like, hey, this is really just a higher low and that these are the detailed structure components that make that higher low. You could only get that by looking for market structure. Yeah. You could only get that by confidently understanding like what you see and what you're looking at within that moment in time and kind of understanding how to alleviate and how to kind of nourish the data. So everybody, and I mean everybody, like market structure needs to be your foundation. It needs to be your foundation because it's going to set the tone for how you trade. It's going to set the trend for how you trade. It's also going to kind of give you a peace of mind to know that you're trading with the trend. So it helps you search that psychology. And then the candlestick patterns. Once you get the candlestick patterns, even those candlestick patterns can be broken down into structure mm. on a, from a big perspective to a small perspective. So it's all about kind of understanding who's in control, the buyers or the sellers. And when it comes to candlestick analysis, that's what matters. Obviously, if we have a, let's just say theoretically, we have a buyer's candle right now, right? Mm -hmm. And we have an even wick on both this side and this side. Well, we know that the body of the buyer candle is supposed to go up. What, what really kind of comes into play is understanding what the wicks mean. Mm -hmm. What does the wick mean at the bottom of the... What do you think the wick means at the bottom of, a, of a, a buyer candle is? What do you think that means? Yeah, so the wick means that buyers tried to go there. Okay. But they they got overtaken by sellers. So they exhausted out. Okay, perfect. So yeah. at, the bottom, at the bottom of a bullish candle, I call that buyer's rejection. Okay. Buyers, because it's a buyer's candle. Uh -huh. And the buyers start at the... The, buy, the buyers, uh, they start at the bottom and close at the top, mm -hmm. Right. So that wick that's underneath the bottom, that's buyers pushing away from something, mm -hmm. letting me know that it has momentum to go up. Now the wick at the top of the buyer's candle, that's exhaustion. Mm -hmm. That is letting me know that buyers do not have enough momentum to complete and that it's completely exhausted and that I want to watch for what comes next. Same thing with a seller's candle now. You flip it, seller's candle opens at the top and closes at the bottom. So whatever behind the seller's wick is it rejecting and whatever at the bottom of it is exhausting. So you use that and I kind of use that main basis point to kind of understand the trend and the structure. 
mm-hmm. right? Because obviously, if I'm getting, let's just say I'm getting a rejection on a monthly time frame, for example. You're looking at the candlestick. I'm looking at the candlestick. Okay. And that rejection is a lot more stronger than anything else that's going to come. Mm-hmm. So now I'm paying attention to the components that happen within it. What's happening on the four hour? How does those rejection looks? Is the candle more fuller? Obviously, if it's fuller, it's more data. It's more momentum. Mm-hmm. And I use that to kind of base my analytical trend of either it going up or down. And it brings a solid peace of mind because I confidently know what I'm looking at. Wicks on a higher time frame mean major rejection, but some of those wicks on a lower time frame have candle data within there. And it's really analyzing that data to set the tone for the trend is where it really makes a difference. So mm-hmm. a lot of my foundational pieces are built on this the simple formality of candlesticks and making sure I understand the sense of direction and creating some sense of direction so I know always where I am, so I never get left behind. Bro, you sound like a scientist just <laughs> decoding all of that information. Yo, listen, <laughs> but that's why I trade one pair. Mm. Like no one, I feel like no one looks at the market as technically, maybe there is someone out there. Maybe you are out there, right? But like no one invests that much time with one pair, yeah. right? And it's just like, I feel like you need to, you need to. Like it brings me my confidence. It brings me my analytical thoughts. It brings me my judgment within the markets. And it's how I've been able to kind of get to where I am. Like a lot of people say like, yo, bro, you only buy GJ. Have you seen the monthly time frame? <laughs> Have you seen the weekly time frame? Have you seen the daily time frame? And then there's just like, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. And I was, I was saying the, the basis of buying and selling. Like mm-hmm. I only buy because it's the main trend and my trading plan is conditioned for more of me buying than selling, right? I have to add tweaks to my trading plan if I'm selling. So let's just say your trading plan, obviously, you know, you buy at the higher low, all of that, all of that. Mm-hmm. You have your rules and regulations to keep you safe in the market. Mm-hmm. The, what's the most important thing that you need on your trading plan that we've been talking about this whole this whole interview? The most important thing that I use? The most important thing that you need from the market. That I need from the market? Yes. Um, a signal. Not a, not, not a signal. Uh-huh. Okay, what are you getting from that signal? An entry. Okay. And what is that? When you get that entry, what do you need to make money? Oh, I need confidence. You need not just confidence. You, <laughs> you need pips. Hold on, hold on. I you need, need, yeah, you need yeah, pips. Yeah, exactly. I need pips. Yeah. You need pips. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and having that pip approach, it changes your mindset because you don't think about the money, right? Yeah, that's true. That's you don't, true. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So having that pip approach, so just kind of get back on track. Mm-hmm. When you have your trading plan, my trading plan, for example, is 30 to 80 pips. Now, if I'm taking a sell, which GJ, it's not a seller's market, it's more of a buyer's market, I have to cut that in half because I have to make sure that I'm surviving that counter trend, but still putting in the same detailed uh, uh, analysis to kind of make sure that I'm able to catch the next sell and the next sell. And it's just like, at that point, you're splitting your psychology in two ways, yeah. one to catch the buys and one to catch the sells. And it's like, is it really worth it to catch the sells? You know what I'm saying? So you pick the lesser of two evils and it's just like, a lot of people like to say, oh, I'm a better buyer than a seller. It really just matters on the trend of the pair and how good you are at making your analytical decisions. Just because you're better at that pair than buying than selling doesn't mean that you're only a buyer. You could trade US 30, for example, and, and, be, a better, seller. and be a better seller. That makes sense. And then think about your time for money at that point. Your time for money is better so you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that's why I say master one. Once you master one, it's like, it's cool. Yeah. And I'm, I'm perfectly okay with buying GJ every day. Like some people be like, I'll get a screenshot or I'll get a DM or I'll be like, yo, I'm going to sell right now. I'll be like, lit. And then I'll be like, <laughs> all right, lit. I'm going to buy. And one or two things is even going to happen. It's either going to hit stop loss or it's going to hit take profit. But I don't let that define me. 
yeah. because I'm confident and I know where I am. And I've been doing the same shit for so long. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I made minor tweaks to make it more better so that you always come out on top of something more, mm-hmm. right? Pip-wise or goal-wise. But it's just like, I've been doing the same thing for so long. So if like if somebody caught the cell, I'd be like, good shit, I got up today. Well, good shit, I see you caught it. Or I always try to just let the market be the teacher. Yeah. At the end of the day, like I don't try to, I don't try to like, oh, I told you uh, for what? Yeah. It's just like I don't want to impose on nobody's psychology. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I let the markets do the teaching. I let the markets do the humbling. And it's just like when I do do those crazy situations where it may have whipped down the slingshot right up. How'd you know that? Well, I know that from the higher time frame. You know what I'm saying? So having that that higher time frame perspective has changed my life. But the most thing that changed my life is the time frames in between. Like a lot of people cut from the daily to like the four hour. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, how you go from looking at 24 hours worth of data in a day to just four hours? There's so much more missing in between there. I've never thought of that. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean like really think about <laughs> That's it. That's what I do. I go from the daily to the four hour. <laughs> but, it's been, but don't get me wrong. It's been working for you, but it's just like. Yeah. Well, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, but, but, but I'm saying look at it. Like it's yeah. been working for you for some yeah, time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's so working. much more data in between there that needs to be like analyzed and confirmed before you just go to that perspective. It's like cutting in line. It's yeah. like how we talked about. Yeah. There's no shortcuts. Go through the process. Now, I feel like the way how I trade is how trading is meant to be. Mm. Right? Like you have to put that detail and you have to put in that work to kind of be out on top. And it's just like, again, back to my students. Like I love them so much because shouts out to shouts out to my boy uh, uh, Cody. He he took my arm, um, Coyote, he took my mastermind, like, yo. He kills it with he kills it with the selling, right? Mm. Like, he kills it with the selling and the buying. Shout out to my boy Martin. Um, he kills it that well. Shout out to Lonnie. Shout out to the whole mastermind, man. Cause like the mastermind has kind of like been my 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 perfection of like my work, mm-hmm. kind of putting in the hours, but like fuck the mastermind altogether. It's the individuals on how like they come in and they come out and like like they be lit. They be like, lit. They, like they be, like I be looking like damn, like yo, they litter than me, and I love it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Come I, on. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not scared to embrace that because, like, again, like psychology is just, it just goes a long way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just That's goes so a long dope. way, and just knowing where you are within the market just goes a long way. And it doesn't matter, like, whatever your field is, having that proper mindset and having, like, a good overall outlook is everything. And that's why I kind of bring it to GJ the way I do each and every day. Do you actually set a stop loss or are you monitoring it? So every single trade I take, I have a predetermined area where I'm going to get out. Okay. Right? So whenever I take a trade, anybody that knows me, I say, wait for stop loss and let it breathe. But you have that area that no matter if it breaks past this area, it doesn't matter if you need a candle to print on it for you to kind of completely close. And that's kind of the methodology that I take because... Again, like there's been times where I trade GJ where it'll come right next to stop loss and they'll fly off. Yep, wake out. So yep. you let it breathe. And then like once you kind of go to that motion, then you set your stop loss. Yeah. Because you know that area that you are at has been proved as some type of rejection, whether it's a, a buyer's rejection or a seller's rejection, you know that area has been cleared and that it shouldn't come back there. Mm. And if it does, it's only to probably get that thing that we call a retest to continue going off in the direction of trend. I love it. That's so, good stuff, bro. Yeah. Um, how much are you risking per trade? Now, what? now, of course, like I know you have different accounts. Like you okay. have a main account and yeah. then you have some like accounts. Okay, like I'm running gunning this for cash for the week, whatever the case may be, right? On, let's say an account flip, like an account where you got like, I don't know, what's light for you? What's a light account for you that you just running up to get some cash? 
you know, to run errands with or and do this, something. In this day and age, yeah. honestly, I would say for me, like a 10K, 20K account. Perfect. So if you're on a 10K, 20K account, yep. what's your risk? Like how much are you risking per trade? It doesn't matter. It's the same thing across all of them, mm. to be honest with you. So if anybody that knows me, I have a 13 pip stop loss. It used to be 10 pips, but you know, of course, because the market conditions change, I give it that little three pips of extra breathing room. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's all about small risk, big to reward. So it's just like, if I'm entering the market and I got stopped out, well, it's not time for you to trade yet. Chill out. Give it an hour. Give it two. Come back to the markets. But nine times out of 10, there's something to be learned from that with that 13 pip stop loss. So I'm okay with risking for a better reward. Mm. So I'll risk the 13 pips to catch a 100 pip move or catch a 70 pip move. I'm fine with that. And I limit myself to three opportunities per session. Mm -hmm. So I already know what I, I already know what I'm what I'm risking for my reward, right? Mm -hmm. All that's to predetermine is risk management from there, right? And I try to kind of keep my, my risk management now these days because I'm trying to show everybody the longevity path of it. Like, you know, I keep it calm. Yeah. Like on prop firms, I use like a quarter to half percent on my on my personal account, anywhere from two to three. But then when I'm feeling myself, you'll see it in my trades too. Like it's all right, this man then stacked a couple lots in there. Yeah, yeah. He, he's confident for sure, for sure. And mm -hmm. like it's 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 about that building process. But you can only do that with risk management. Yeah. You can only do that with knowing what you're gonna lose ahead of time. You get what I'm saying? So that way you can build your plan around that. So it's like my plan is really built off of pips. You know and I'm saying so I'll risk I'll risk 13 pips to make 33 pips. That's a one to three. I'll take that. That's a building Easy. block. Easy. That's a building block. Yeah. And then our risk out of that 33 pips that I made, our risk 20 pips in the next move and kind of, you know what I'm saying, have the same lot size and kind of build up. And then after like a week's worth of winning, I up that lot size probably like a half or a whole or a whole percent or maybe two. Mm -hmm. And next week, still same, still same analytical output, mm -hmm. the risk management's bigger. So now my time for money has changed and now I'm making more money in my bank account. And then after like a week or two or three of like building it up. Oh yeah, I'm going up to that big boy lot size. We gotta face that. Come we on, gotta, we come gotta, on. We gotta I love that. it. I love it. It's mandatory. <laughs> so it's mandatory. What, so those 13 pip stop losses. Yep. What time frame are you generally like taking your entries on? Now I know it varies. Like it could be the 15, it could be the one minute. Could do be... you remember? Do you remember what I told you in that last interview on what time frame I enter? You said the one minute, right? I still use the one minute. You still use the one minute chart? <laughs> so what are you looking for? Like a high low to be for? Listen, on so one minute? the thing is like with the one minute, a lot of people misperceive it of it giving a lot of noise, but it actually gives a sequence of detail that you need to be able to analyze okay. within a certain amount of time. Perfect example. Let's just say I'm at the bottom of a cell and it looks like it's creating that lower low. Well, I can buy off that lower low to that lower high to kind of see. It is a counter trend, but it's only a counter trend on that time frame because somewhere within the sequence of a higher time frame, that's the right analytical move I need to take at that moment in time. Mm -hmm. So the one minute still gives me enough time to correct myself and kind of adjust myself to kind of get out. But it's all about taking the right entry at the right time at the right place. So how do you do that? On the one minute, you can watch the sequence for how the trend kind of comes, mm -hmm. but then you still have to know where you are. So... Just like how you could buy at a higher low, mm -hmm. you could buy at a lower low. So what I do is I buy at that lower time frame, lower low, and then I have my areas of importance that need to be broken to change the sequence of the trend. Not a break of structure, but more so of a candlestick pattern to set the tone because that's the foundation of the market. It's going to give you that candlestick pattern. So perfect example, I entered at the bottom 
and engulfing happens. What comes after the engulfing? The retest. Mm-hmm. So now the retest comes. By the time I'm, 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 I'm going from one minute to three minutes to five minutes to seven minutes to 10 minutes to 15 minutes, from 15 minutes to 20 minutes to 30 minutes to 45 minutes to one hour, I go a backwards confluence mm. and make sure that I'm monitoring the data that it needs. And by the time it crosses the 30 minute time frame, I know I'm going to get a 100 pip or an 80 pip move because uh-huh. of the way how the momentum is kind of set up. So that's how you're scaling in. As you're coming up to time frames yes. and seeing new levels be broken, well, not broken, but new levels new respected. Levels, new levels be respected, respected and, and being created. Higher. Yeah, being Correct. created. And then structure being created, and then you can move. Then, then that's when you start scaling in. Correct. Ah. So it's just like, look at it like this. A little sauce for everybody. A little sauce, because mm. I know I know why you're here, right? Mm. So let's just say y'all enter on the one minute time frame. I'm not scaling in another entry until I'm like, 30 pips in profit. You know why though? Like a lot of people, they, they misconceive it when they see it. And that's why it's good to know who your mentor is because you should be able to relate to them in some way, shape or form. Some people will see me enter like three positions at the same area. That's just because on my terminal, I didn't have enough time to change it to that lot size to catch that move at that time. It's all about execution. So I bing, 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 and then I'll be good. And then as the move floats and as it breathes, I, I say 30 pips in profit because I'm risking 13, which is close to 15. So I know if the move was supposed to retrace only so much and it doesn't respect within that median area as I anticipate it, then I know I should be, hey, I should take the L on these positions and leave my floaters at the bottom yeah. so that way I have a better reward. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? That's but it's good. all about having enough breathing room in between to kind of make it make sense. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I risk that 13 pips and I hit my TP1 or my TP2, my TP3, I have a sense of organization on how I'm looking for the data to respect certain levels. And when it does do that, okay, cool. I can scale in here. My stop loss should be here. I know my stop loss is here. This essentially we break even. If yep. I close out all the moves, I'll take the small L on the position and watch as the move kind of develops. So that way I know where my entries are for real. So you're only risking that initial 13 pips. Exactly. Oh, that's so refreshing. Hope y'all got that, man. <laughs> and if you didn't, rewind it. You know, rewind it back. Yeah. That was really good. That was really, really good. Um, one more question I wanted to ask you. Come on now. In terms yeah. of, okay, what has been your biggest month trading? I made like 300K. You made 300K in a I, month. I made, so I, so my biggest like like time for trading, I made 300K, but I also took a 100K account to like, 1.2 mil in like three months and wow. I took it to like 2.7. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to the investors. Yeah, yeah. And everything yeah. like that. It wasn't, so it wasn't all my capital, but yeah. we was able to kind of come together and make something very beautiful out of it. And you know what I'm saying? And boy, it wasn't easy, but at the same time, like kind of going up in lots, guys, can be a bit scary because like I remember at one point in time, I had like 100 lots on my screen and it's just like, like it's 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 it, I I I did it, but you know, yeah. like I'm I'm in the mode. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then the capital is there, and then risk to reward it all makes sense. And then you know what I'm saying. So, like, bruh. But my biggest month, like trading my personal own capital, mm-hmm. um, I made like 300k. 300k. That's dope. 300k a month. That's um, really good, man. Yeah, that's amazing to go from ninety dollar days. You know what I mean? A few but, years but, but, ago, but, but it was worth it. It, it was, was worth, worth it, it because like. All the $90 days did for me is built my confidence. That's it, It's bro. built my psychology. Like, a lot of people, when they take learning opportunities, I don't like to call them losses because if you call them a loss, you can't get back a loss. Like, you mm. know, you lose a family member, you can't get them back. But it's a learning opportunity to make you more money. So a lot of people 
they reflect on the learning opportunities too hard. They don't reflect on the times that they were able to conquer the market. So when I take a when I take a learning opportunity, I like to reflect like, damn, bro, this ain't nothing, bro. This is just a day. This is just a funk for temporary, right? Like look at all them days I killed it before. Like you don't got nothing on me. Yeah. I'm better than this. Like, all right, you got me today. All right, <laughs> let's yeah. see who gonna win them all. Let's see who win next week. The game of longevity. So. Like, for anybody out there that takes learning opportunities, man, like, it's all about how you treat it. It's all about your mindset towards it. And they don't define you. Like, it's just something for just that moment in time. Like, it's not going to last forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you always come out on top, but it comes from just believing in yourself. That's it, man. Let the people know um, where they can connect with you. What do you have that's helping other traders? Where can they find, you know, your community or get more information about that? Let us know about that. So... You can follow me on Instagram. It's Druzy Banks, D-R-E-W-I-Z-E. Banks, the one and only. Um, I have a free Telegram chat where I've been doing this for the past four years, where every Sunday, if there's a Sunday breakdown on GJ, I've added more pairs to it where you can get a free video on me explaining it. And then throughout the week, I post screenshots. I give everybody like, you know, a, a free move to kind of take from it or whatever the case. So y'all guys make some money. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be. I'm all about the free content that I give out. Um, I do have a live trading room as well, and I do have a, a, a signals room that you know I call every move that I take on my personal trading account as well. Um, and follow me on YouTube. Shout, look out, look forward to the YouTube content that's coming. A lot of values coming. A lot. Yeah, man. Listen, but, y'all, he's all into the camera and all that stuff. He was talking to the production specialist, Kijan, about the camera. So he's all into that. So oh, he got some good content coming for y'all. Listen, man, it's all about it's all about it's all about how you look on camera for real, right? Like at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter if it's an iPhone or whatever the case may be, but like when you want to give that good sauce, when you want to get that good production, you know what I'm saying? You got to make sure it looks good so it goes a long way. You know what I'm saying? So that way it can't be archived. It's there forever. That's just my personal thought. So shout out to the production team that, you know, made this possible. And yeah. this, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to do something, this is my biggest message to anybody before we go. Mm-hmm. My, my uncle told me this, and I'm going to repeat this again. If you ever do anything in life, make sure that you are the best. Don't let your characteristics at the end of the day define you. Let your characteristics define your work because your work is an extension of yourself. And make sure that you do it from the heart always and forever. You know what I'm saying? And just make sure you keep God first. It doesn't matter what your religion is, what your, what, whatever it is, as long as you believe in a higher being than yourself and as long as you use that higher being to cause peace within yourself and your mindset, you're going to excel. Yeah. For anybody that's going through the tough times, tough times don't last forever, but God gives his toughest battles to his toughest soldiers. Come on. So do what you got to do. Go through the moments, but you will come out on top. And if nobody told you, I believe in you and you can do it. Come on. We believe in you and you can do it. So that being first, amen to y'all. And thank Thanks. you so much for having me. This was a pleasure. Drewzy Banks in the building, y'all. <laughs> Listen, man, we look forward. Y'all know what I'm going to say. We look forward to running into you at the bank one day, but you cannot meet me there when me and Drizzy pull up to that bank. You got to beat us there. When we pull up, you should be walking out, duffel bag on your shoulder, big smile on your face. That's the way of saying we all believe that we're going to be successful. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, God bless you. Happy trading. Be safe. And remember, you can do it. I'm just like you. I'm growing. I'm developing. And it's people like our guest today, Druzy Banks, that remind us that it's possible if we keep going. Holla at you later. Peace.
Thank you for listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast. If today's episode helped you in any way, please click follow on whatever platform you're currently listening to this episode on. That way you never miss another episode. And if you need help on your trading journey, looking to get connected with a group of like-minded individuals that are focused and determined on reaching success in Forex, and get access to the trading strategies that I have used to get funded with multiple prop firm accounts. Join us in Calvin's Forex Growth Group. It's a one-time fee and you get access for a lifetime.